<laughs> what could you do? I'd like to see you. I don't know. Well, think. Maybe you can get the listeners to you know, write in and what would Tom Clarkson, what would you have him do if Red Bull were to win the World Championship? Christian, thanks so much for your time. It's great. It's lovely to hear you. I was going to say talking bull. But that's something. <laughs> no, else, we only do it? that on our podcast, <laughs> not on yours. I'm very polite on yours. On our podcast, it's you know we give we give all the details. But I've been very polite on yours. But it's been lovely talking to you. Yeah, I'm to sorry see. it's not been ex- as exciting as the last time we were together. Yeah, um, it's great but, to see. Uh, it's great to see you guys. Good so to well. catch up. It was fantastic to hear from Christian, wasn't it? He pulls no punches and he leaves us in no doubt about his and the team's motivation. Even with the change in regulations coming in 2022, he wants to win this year and next year. And why not? As he says, that's the job of a front-running Formula One team. It's inspiring stuff. And the conversation was littered with fascinating insights. The fact that Adrian Newey is as motivated now as ever he has been. The soft landing that the team is going to get with Honda next year while they continue to set up Red Bull powertrains. Even the prospect of a Red Bull powered road car for the future. And I loved Christian's description of Max Verstappen as a no bullshit racer. And go on then, come up with some ideas. If Red Bull win the World Championship this year, what should I do? And for reference, the only thing I'm not good at are heights. Christian, many thanks for your time. It was great to chat and good luck for the remainder of the season. And before we move on, please send in any stories or thoughts that you have on Christian. We didn't do this bit after he first appeared on the show three years ago. So don't hold back. Did you see him race in Formula Renault, Formula 3 or Formula 3000? Have you bumped into him anywhere since? Let me know. And remember, I'll read out the best ones next week. So send them to me at Tom Clarkson F1 or use the hashtag F1 Beyond the Grid. Which brings me on to what you sent in about Jacques Lafitte after last week's show. Like so many of the sport's golden oldies, there's a lot of love for Jacques out there. He was a brilliant character and a very fast racing driver. Abinav got in touch with this message. Such an exciting F1 Beyond the Grid podcast with Jacques, he says. As a 90s kid, it's wonderful to hear anecdotes from the earlier decades of Formula One. I love Jacques mentioning Kimi as his contemporary on the current grid. I can easily imagine Kimi rocking PJs in the paddock. Ha! Well, thanks for getting in touch, Abinav. Yes, Kimi could rock the PJs, but so could Lewis. In fact, Lewis does it at most races, doesn't he? Ludovic had this to say, great chat again. This guy was driving and survived in one of the most interesting eras of Formula One. He had a ton of fun and remained competitive and fast till the end of his career. What more can you ask for from life? And he's still sharp at 77. Yes, to all of the above, Ludovic. Jacques was a great asset to the sport then, and he remains one today. And what about this from Graham? Great interview with Jacques, he says. One of F1's true characters. His winning the first two races of 1979 in the beautiful Ligier JS11 as teams ran their ground effect responses to the Lotus 79 for the first time is a strong memory from my days of being an F1-obsessed kid. Well, wasn't the Ligier JS11 one of the most beautiful cars ever seen in Formula 1, Graham? I loved it. And it was driven by one of the coolest drivers in the sports history as well, wasn't it? And we'll end with this from Master. 
Besides being a great driver, often overlooked, Jacques' Montreal 81 masterpiece must be more recognized when we debate the greatest performance in wet conditions. Maybe his commitment wasn't enough, yes, but his more relaxed approach was part of the character that F1 loved. Well, thanks for the note, Master. And yes, Montreal 81 was a brilliant win by Jacques and from 10th on the grid as well. It was great stuff. Well, we'll have to leave it there. And I'm sorry if I haven't read out your message. Thank you to everyone who sent them in. And I've read them all and I love them. Well, that's it for another week. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Christian and remember to send in your thoughts and stories on him. As ever, I'll be back next week with another great guest from the world of Formula One. So see you then. Beyond the Grid is produced by F1 in association with Audio Boom. Until next time, keep it flat out.